Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons and Dragons podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM. Hi, my name's Samantha. I play Laura Greyvale, a sorcerer from Nefalia. Hello, I'm Colin Robinson and I play Cuin de Greymont, a paladin from Gavany. Hi, I'm Ryan and I play Ogvar, a ranger from Kessig. gathered in the catacombs investigating the incidents of the previous evening. Somehow something seems ominously off. What will the party perceive from their probing? Episode 13, Catacomb Carnage. Right, I'm going to whip out of my pocket. I'm whipping my dagger and I'm going to take a swipe at an arm or a limb or something, I presume it's going to be an arm that's going to come out first, I don't know, just take a swipe at trying to take off. Where, where are you, because you're going to have to move. Oh, I'm, o- I'm over there, so I'd probably be able to just see, I would probably wouldn't be able to see that one, but I might be able to see this one over here. Okay, so we're just, we're, first of all, we're just going to label them, Skelly 1, Skelly 2, Skelly 3, Skelly 4 and Skelly 5. Well, D4 of how many rounds it takes for them to get out. Okay. So you can say maybe you've got about three rounds before these skeletons actually get out of their coffins. Okay, so you were going first, weren't you, Laura? Yes. So you're going for Skelly One, Laura. I am indeed. And you've got your dagger. I have got my dagger. Yes. Okay, roll to hit. That's a nineteen all in. Roll your damage. Uh, damage on my dagger is what is the damage on my dagger? It's One D4, D4 plus... plus my strength. So D4. Uh, that'll be five points of damage. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you seeing this skeleton kind of burst out? It's got its arm out and it's waving a scimitar around in the Not air. Anymore, it's, it's like <laughs> trying to. You get of clacking teeth as it as it's kind of trying to scrape and claw its way out of this coffin. You run up and you get your dagger and you just kind of bury it in between the um, two bones in the arm and you twist your dagger and you just like crack the arm off. Hey. There's a loud crack and the arm falls to the floor, scimitar in its hand. You hear the kind of annoying clicking from inside the coffin and kind of more battering. It's, you know, things are just battering, trying to get out. At this point, Esther's heard what's going. She's heard something's going on. She's gonna just kind of start moving around to see what's going on, and well, who's doing what next? Because it's it is free action right okay, now. Unless, unless you want to roll to see who takes what order, well, but like easier. Well, no. I mean, as long as we keep in the same order. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm assuming Colin's got the queuing's got his back still turned to. Yeah, I'm assuming that so. Since yeah. he's I'm got four and five. <laughs> okay. Well, I will take a. Take my silver battle axe out and have a chop at Skelly number two. Skelly number two, yeah. Okay, roll to hit. No problem. That would be. You had your attack bonus, don't you? Yep. That would be 
22 all in. 22. You're not critical. No, I haven't gone critical. No, not critical. Okay. No. So, yeah, you hit, roll your damage. Eight. It's going to be, yeah, six. Okay. So, you take your axe and you seeing obviously limbs start poking out and clattering and clawing. This is, this is a loud noise coming from literally all around the room. You take your axe and you literally just smash straight into the top of the coffin. You smash down with so much force, it goes straight through around where the neck is and just coffin goes silent, nothing is happening anymore there. And you've just kind of decapitated a skeleton in its own coughing. So I, I think this one's stopped moving. Well it'll save repacking it. Well I'm gonna attack number five with my flail. Okay. Roll to hit. Fifteen plus four is, uh, yeah, it's nineteen. Okay, you hit, roll your damage. Oop, that's seven. Plus two, that's nine. What? Wow. <laughs> okay, so this skeleton is slightly on your right round of corner. You draw your flail and you backhand into the side of this skeleton. And it's, where it's come out, it's kind of got its top half of its body out. You smash your flare and it goes straight through its helmet and it goes just collapses its skull. There's shards of skull flying everywhere. It's down. It's not coming back. And that skeleton is gone as well. At this point, Esther has rounded the corner and she's come round to just where you've you've moved up here, Laura. So she's come round and she's seen what's going on. She's like, oh dear, oh, 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 oh. get him! Well, we're, we're trying. Two down! Can I bend down and pick up the scimitar? By all means. Right, I'm going to bend down and pick up the scimitar. I've no idea if I can use the scimitar. It's a martial weapon, I believe. I don't think you've got a proficiency in martial. No, I've got light weapons, but... But you'd be alright with your cross, What kind of negative will I take? Minus two. What's in front of me? Cooing. Right, I'm going to have a go at cleaving this bloke right so you picked up the scimitar off the floor this i've picked the scimitar off of the floor and i'm going to have a go at actually just cleaving straight straight is this one out of the coffin no no it's you cut off its arm which or you snapped off its arm which was hanging out the coffin right i'm gonna have a go at just cleaving straight down okay so you bend down you pick up the sword yep roll to hit and with it's a minus, minus two. Oh. <laughs> Oh no. Ah! That's a critical fail. Lovely. <laughs> ah, shit. God, how do you manage this? Oh, I don't know. Right, you bend down and you pick up this weapon. You pick up the scimitar before, only. You've, you've done this in a hurry, so you bend down, you swoop, you pick up the scimitar, you pull it over your head to bring it down, only to realise the hand is still attached. <laughs> to the scimitar, at which point you freak out, overbalance, and you fall over backwards, taking four points of bludgeoning damage as you just kind of bonk yourself onto the floor. Ah! Ow! Okay, so then who was after Law? It was Ogra, wasn't it? Yes. Okay, so your turn, Ogra. Okay, so there's still we're still in free action at the moment. Yep. Yep. So can I move over to this one? Still in free action. Yep. Yeah, that's fifteen foot. Yep. Um, so the coffin's still jumping about and... The coffin's still jumping about. At this point, most of this is kind of like we're on round two of the free action okay. out of three at the moment. So at this point, these skeletons are kind of like half out. You've got full-on legs out or two pairs, like two legs, arms. Okay, yeah. They're not all the way out. 
but they're just about. Okay, okay. well, the uh, battle axe is still in my hand, so I will take Both a swipe of that one with the battle axe. Okay. That would be a 10. Nope, you're not going to hit. So you walk up, you kind of go to this coffin, which has got his, he's got his legs hanging out. You can see his legs and his pelvis. Okay. And you go to take a swipe at him with this battle axe, but you just kind of, as he's walking about, the legs kind of part and you just go straight in between the legs, just miss entirely. Wow. I can't see this anyway. I'm now going to move up yeah. 20, so... You don't need to worry about this, it's free action. Okay. And I'm good to have a whack. Okay. Attack number four. Roll to hit. 15 plus four is 19. You hit. Roll damage. Seven plus two is nine. Okay, so that's my skelly five. Right. And that's four and five. Wow. Skelly five is... No, five's down. Uh, sorry, four. four. Skelly three is... I'm oh, sorry, I've crossed off the wrong one there. Okay. So you wander over to this skeleton and it's got its upper body out. You can see the rib cage. It's hanging upside down out of the coffin. This coffin's like second level up. So it's hanging upside down at the coffin. It's on its back. It's kind of mouth open, chattering at you and it's waving its scimitar around in the air as it's hung upside down. You're having none of that nonsense and you just straight up bring your flail down and just boom, shatter its spine. There's bits of spine flying everywhere. Take that! Okay. That's that skeleton filed. Okay, at this point, Esther's going to finally get her wits together and she's going to try and assist Laura. So she comes over and she takes her longsword and she rolls to hit. She doesn't hit. She takes swipe, but she's so conscious of you on the floor trying to dance around your kind of prone form that she just kind of misses entirely because she's just too worried about standing on you. Like, are we in... Initiative? No, no. Right, I'm going to stand up. Right, at this point, as you're standing up, the skeletons which are left alive, I'd say alive, unalive, the one in front of you which you tore its arm off, it's managed to kind of roll and tumble its coffin out onto the floor and the coffin's burst and it's standing up. It's got one arm left, it hasn't got its sword, but it's it's getting itself stood up. The one in front of Ogvar has managed to slide itself out now its body's fully out and it's just starting to starting to straighten up they're not ready to go yet but they will be if you take any longer to do this okay so then we've got Laura up first this is your last free action right, so i'm up on my feet and i've got this skelly in my face um obviously i haven't got i'm assuming did i drop yes i dropped it didn't you I? Dropped I, I dropped it. It. so i still got my dagger in my other hand um i'm gonna take another swipe with the dagger Okay, roll to hit. That's a nine all in. Okay, no, you don't hit. You go Rats. to drive the dagger forwards. And had it been a fully fleshed out being, you would have driven the rat dagger through its kind of ribs and possibly into its lungs. But as it's got no lungs to you know, do that with, you just kind of thrust your dagger through its rib cage and it just kind of... Toast rack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're fishing for a piece of toast, really. There's nothing there to stab, so you miss. Okay, we have Ogvar up next. You've got this skeleton in front of you. It's just starting to like kind of pull its head out and kind of like almost like backwards bridge upwards like that. Okay, yeah. Right, take take advantage of that. A bit more of a target, hopefully. Yeah. Roll to hit. Yep. Yep. That's uh, a nice. nineteen. Is that threatening you, critical? No. Aww. Okay, so you hit. Roll your damage. Okay. That's an eight plus two because it's undead, so that's a ten. <laughs> Yeah, Tasty. as it starts kind of like bringing its body up to kind of like where it's bent over backwards, it's out, it starts bringing its body up. 
You just bash that just straight down through its skull, down its spine, bits of its like the vertebrae of its spine just kind of ping off in different directions as you come down. And you just go straight to its pelvis and it's just two half is it's just a bag of bones on the floor now. Okay. You've literally bisected it. So do that and just look over my shoulder. Is everybody else okay? Hey, and then we have Q and nice one out there. I'm doing up the ladies. Back <laughs> 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 turn? Yep. And I'm going to have a swipe. Well to hit. Ooh, two plus four, that's six. No. No, you're, you're not going to hit that. You charge over and, you know, Esther and, and um, Alora are just kind of... They're, they're kind of getting in each other's way at this point. And you join in the fray and it's... You kind of get stuck on all like not trying to run into Esther or Laura and also the bits of coffin in the way and you just kind of you you kind of bought your swing halfway through because you realise it's too close combat. Okay, so then we have Esther's the last one up and she takes another swipe from where she is now that you're off the floor. She's not gonna hit that one either. So at this point we roll initiative <laughs> Right, you missed trying to kill the DM. <laughs> <laughs> His dice tray is big enough. Still manages to miss it. Who's got what, sorry? Round the table. Ogvar's got four. Oh, that's not great. Elora's got 16. Kieran's got six. Okay, what's your dexterity score, Elora? Uh, my dex is three. Okay, so first up in the order is Elora. This skeleton is now fully straightened up. He's got the sword, but he is fully ready to clobber you. Right, and he is within five feet, isn't he? Oh, yes. So I can step back. Okay, I am going to cast... You can take a five foot step Right, I'll take a five step backwards and yep. I will cast Disrupt Undead. Okay, roll to hit. <laughs> Balls. Sounds great. That's a nat one. How? That's two in a row. Come on. I am that good. You need to be a better player. Better at D&D. Right, what's, what's the effects of Disrupt Undead? Um, apparently not a lot. <laughs> uh, disrupt undead. It is um, a direct ray of positive energy. It must make a ranged touch attack to hit, and if the ray hits an undead creature, it deals 1d6 points of damage to it. There is spell resistance. It's instantaneous. It's a ray effect. Are we going to do something fun with that, then? Oh, God. It's a ray of positive energy. You go to fire this ray of positive energy and it hits the wall and for some reason absolutely unknown to you it bounces Do, can i duck it bounces and it hits cuban four for four rounds cuban you are incredibly cheerful <laughs> how can you be any more cheerful <laughs> Oh, thanks a lot! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Well, I've never seen that before. <laughs> that went wrong, but so right, strangely. <laughs> okay. Okay, so after Laura's fail, next up is Esther. 
Esther's going to have a swipe at it and try and finish this off. She's not going to manage it. Uh, she goes with her longsword and she tries to swipe at it, but again, she just goes straight through its ribs, just sweeps straight through its ribs. And then we have Skelly. Ooh, yeah, we got really poor, mate. <laughs> Skelly is with Kewin doing his. <laughs> incredibly attracted to the amount of noise that he is making. So he is going to go for. He's going to try and grapple Kewin. So we're going to go for a grapple check. Of six, so no, he doesn't manage it. He, with all your kind of... Hello! <laughs> Want to dance? <laughs> he comes at you and he's got one arm outstretched and the other arm's just gone because it's been snapped off. And he tries to grab you, but you're there and you're kind of dancing to yourself doing this kind of weird Conjure. shake and bop kind of thing. And it's almost like you're dodging weave and he's not going to grab you and he just, it just looks very weird. Very, very weird. Okay. So okay. I'm going to take a swipe. Yep, it's your turn next, so roll to hit. 14 plus 4. Hits. Roll damage. 1 plus 2 is 3. Okay, describe the way you end this skeleton. <laughs> With all the cheerful positivity and beauty by Laura's magic. Compose yourself. Have a little think. You're in pieces, bits and pieces! <laughs> You're in pieces, bits and pieces! <laughs> okay, I was not expecting that, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Come on! He <laughs> uh, uh, needs some man-sized tissues to mop up the tears. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, Laura and Ogva, roll me a will save, please. Will save. What's my will? Will save. Okay. That'd have been 18 from Alora. That'd have been 11 for Ogvar. Alora, you just about manage to fully hold back from bursting out into open laughter. Ogvar, you're not so lucky. You are. You're gone. <laughs> you've known Kim for a while, and you've never seen him as, as exuberant as this. And you, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's properly there, just you know singing and he's dancing with his flair and he's swinging his flail around and he's he's properly going for it in <laughs> yeah so what is this even better with the night in the tavern <laughs> Esther at this point she is gasping for breath she is laughing that hard. there are tears streaming down her cheeks she is laughing that hard she's she's gone well this is a new effect that I've never seen from one of my spells this is new maybe I should use this more often you should try it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, the effect stops, and you're just out there, run, just mid dance, flail swinging. Oh, oh, oh well. <laughs> okay. Oh Has anyone got a dash gun? <laughs> so we've had five of them. Yep, they're all dead. It's, it's about 7.20 now. You've had a poke fight. There doesn't seem to be anything else in any of these other coffins. Okay. Okay. So this point, Esther, oh, 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 isn't that the dandiest thing I've seen in a while? Oh, 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 dear. Oh, oh, oh. She's properly gone at this point. 
she she takes a couple of minutes. She she might say, oh, oh, oh dear, so, sorry dear, it's been, it's been a while since I've seen something that funny. <laughs> oh, oh dear, you are you are a fright. You are you're an exciting one, aren't you, dear? Yes, <laughs> that one tries, but <laughs> and a bit of help from Laura. <laughs> Miss time spell. <laughs> You'll get used to that. <laughs> right now, we've only done the one level, have we? Yes. Uh, do you reckon we should go down to the next level, or...? Uh, yeah. But I'm just staying at the back. Okay, no problem. So as you to say, she goes, oh, 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 that's very exciting. If I could ask you to go down and clear out the next level, if there's anything down there, there shouldn't be too much. There's there's not many... Uh, many coffins or anything down there at all. I, I don't think there's going to be really anything. I'll just stay here and start cleaning up. And she pulls a broom out from God knows where, but she pulls a broom and she starts trying to sweep up bits of bone. Okay. And she's like, I'll, I'll just I'll clean up around here. I've got to start cleaning because otherwise I, I won't get around to it. So if you could head down on to the next level and see if there's anything down there for me and whatnot. She said, if, if you need to come back, come, come back and I'll, I'll come down and help, obviously, and... But you, if you could just do that for me, I, I, I can get a head start on cleaning. Mm, no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. So, I'm going to start. You coming? OK. No problem. Yeah, well, I'll stay at the back. I'm just, yeah, I'm coming with you. you can keep your hands where we see them, Laura. Don't, don't want any more tomfoolery. <laughs> tomfoolery? Oh, God. Well, yeah, I'm sorry about that, Kieran. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, whatever. Okay, so you're going. Are you going in a particular order downstairs? I'm going first. Right. So I've got all the armor. Yeah, I'll go beside him. I suppose. Are you going to fall in behind? I will fall in behind once. Okay. As, this is as a single. My usual position. This is a single file set of stairs. So if you're still on the stairs, you'll be single file. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I'm at the back then. In that case. Are you off the stairs, queuing, or? You... Okay. So as you come down the stairs. I'm going to do detect. Yes. Yes. There is. A lot of evil. Okay. Right. Uh, it looks like we've got uh, some more fun down here. Uh, just be careful. Uh, quite strong. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. So as you come downstairs, this is just like an open set of stairs. It hasn't got a railing. It's literally just a set of stairs and the side is open. Okay. You can all make me spot checks. 18. 13 from Alora. 14 for Ogvar. So 18, 13, 14. Right. As you come downstairs, you can all see that in the middle of this room there is like a small raised platform. It's not very very much raised, it's just like a couple of steps up onto this platform where there's a big stone coffin. Is this in the centre of the room? Yes. Right. There's this uh, stone coffin. It's, it's not particularly big, it's not much bigger than a normal coffin, sorry. Uh, but it is made out of stone. And all along the back walls, you can see the stairs down to the next level. And all along the back, hall, back walls, the two corners in L shapes, there are rows of coffins. There are lots of empty spaces where there would be coffins should the next person who inhabits this place dies would probably be slotted into. Mm-hmm. But there aren't many coffins here at the moment. What you do all notice, however, is that all of the coffins have been broken open. And the big one on the stone platform has also been broken open. And in the middle of the room, behind the dais and between the stairs, stands 
an absolutely massive amalgamation of limbs. Oh, okay. And when I say massive, it is uh, a large creature. Can I see this from where I am on the stairs? You can all see this. Oh, oh, because it's open at the side of the stairs, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. You can all see this. And it's it's obviously lit down here still as well. Oh, yeah, it's, it's all lit. You, she comes through She's this place regularly. Yeah. She cleans it regularly. It is it is a tomb. She pays respects here. But something has obviously gone wrong, and things have gone bump in the night. Hmm. This creature, you can see, its legs look like they've been made for merging together many legs themselves. They've been like, you can see where... Maybe on the knee joint, you can see what looks like an ankle joint over the top of the knee. Uh, the main body, the main mass, it, it comes up to the main mass and it almost splits and it's got four arms, five arms. You know, it's got a lot of arms coming out of it. There's a couple of heads and it is kind of just stood in the middle of the room, just swaying slightly. How many legs has it got? Two. Two legs. Oh, two legs. Two legs. Two legs, two legs. But it's like a knot of limbs, like okay, where yeah, the yeah. knee joint should be. You can see maybe someone's ankle joint. Can we ascertain how tall this thing might be from where we are off the stairs? Yeah, it's it's a good height. It's a good six foot high. Six foot, seven foot high. It's a large creature. Okay. Is it like more skeletony or more zombie? More fleshy. Squidgy. Squidgy. Yes. Fleshy. Not very nicey. Okay. Uh, you can see maybe where there has been a couple of skeletons, maybe just, you know, they, they've fused in slightly. You can see bones here and there, okay. bits of flesh hanging off, bits of sinew. I'll shout over to, to Kirin. You're shouting. I'm only just in front of you. Well, oh, it might not know we're there. I just assumed it would see us coming down the stairs. It's just stood there swinging about at the moment. It is, it's facing down the opposite stairs. It's not looking at oh. you. Oh! Sorry, I should have said that. But it, it, it is massive, and you can see lots of arms. It looks like it's all being knotted together. Someone's like tied knots using people's bodies. That's what it looks like. Right, I'm going to whisper over the top or past our bar towards Kirin and say, Kirin, I thought she said there was nothing here. Well, she, she said that there were less coffins, which there are. It just seems that... Uh, well, they're all empty. Uh, yes, and they're all into one... Massive amalgamation. <laughs> Do you think it might be an idea to shout Esther? Because I reckon this one's going to be uh, I think we a little bothersome. Well, I, I think we're going to have to shout her. Or we block the door up and leave it down here. Mm. Well, we did say that we were clear. Uh, mm. What do you think, Ogba? Can't very well just... Leave it down here. She, she has duties to do. Mm. Look, it's got his back to us, but it's only going to have his back to us for so long. We've got to make a decision. What are you doing? As you say, as you say that, it starts swaying in a more definite manner, and it starts kind of turning slightly. Oh, no. And it turns slightly to the right, but doesn't seem to go any further. I'm going to dart back up the stairs before I. I'm not going to consult with these anymore. I'm going to dart back up the stairs, and I'm going to say, Esther, Esther. Are you there? She doesn't seem to be there. She's disappeared from the top floor. You can only assume that, bear in mind, she's got mad, like, little piles of bones everywhere. You can only assume that she's probably gone to get a dustpan. Right. I'll, I'll go back to the top of stairs and say, she's not up there. We need to deal with this. OK. Well, just be careful. Well, it doesn't know you're here at the moment, so if you're going to get the spring on it, now's the time. Well, then. We got, are we still in the free action mode then? It doesn't know you're there yet, you can only assume. So. I'm going to prepare 
Well, I'm going to cast in preparation Light of Lunia. Okay, so you cast Light of Lunia. Can we see? Have we got clear line of sight over the top of the coffin? Is it tall yeah, enough to it's, see? Yeah, it's definitely tall enough to see. It's only a couple of like small steps up in this coffin, so you could probably, from where you're stood on the stairs, because you haven't yet come off the stairs, mm-hmm. you can definitely see over the top of the coffin. If you stood on the floor, it might be a little more difficult, but you would still be able to see this being above the top of the coffin. Okay, so I am going to take advantage of the distance, which is 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 45-ish. Yeah. I can't use my point-blank shots too far away. Could I move up? Yeah, I mean, if you want to be stealthy. Certainly. or you, Are you going to be stealthy, or are you going to just kind of move? No, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to go for rapid shot. Okay. Two arrows, but taking a minus two penalty to my roll to hit. Okay, so if you're doing that, roll to hit. 15, so that's going to be minus two, so it's going to be 12. Roll to hit. Doesn't hit on the foot. Oh. Hold on, you've got that. May attack bonus onto that, haven't I? Yes. So that'll be. Have you got an advantage against the undead as well? Yes, but only for damage. Okay, sorry, right, okay. So it's going to be uh, 12, 18 minus two, be 16. Hits, roll damage. Do I have to roll it twice? For uh, you have to roll to hit twice. So do I roll it again to hit, or am I just going straight for damage? Uh, okay, yeah, no, sure, you roll again to hit, yeah, we'll do it that way. 11 plus 4 is 15 minus 2. 13. Doesn't hit. The first one hits, but the second one doesn't. Okay. Okay, so roll your damage for the first one. One point of damage. Is that adding your extra damage against undead? Uh, so it be three damage then. Okay. So... And with that, we all roll initiative. Here we go. Oh, that'll be a three. No, it won't. It'll be a six all in from Alora. That'll be a five. Uh, push my initiative. It'll be a 17 for Ogvar. Okay, and miraculously, with that, Ogvar, you're up again. Okay. Uh, how much more can I move? Uh, squeezing past Q and he's going to let you pass so yeah all good so as you've hit this your first shot hits it straight in the back of the shoulder blades or one of the sets of shoulder blades and it's let out this screech and the combat has then started so you're now here you've moved I, up yeah am I in, in line of sight there still? oh yeah you're in line of sight okay so I'm now going to use um, point blank shot yep to roll so. okay. I'll hit 17 plus 4, so 21. Hits. Okay. Roll your damage. Uh, so it's d6 plus 1 for the point blank shot. Plus 2, just plus 1. Um, that'll be 4 points of damage. Is that you adding you in undead damage? Oh yeah, plus 3, so that'll be, um, be 6 points of damage. Okay. Not remember there, Colin. <laughs> May I ask, the torches on the wall, are they torches or are they They're lanterns? not torches, they are lanterns hanging from the wall. They've got oil in them, she's been in here regularly. Right, okay. This creature, who I'm going to give you a name for, you wouldn't know this normally, but I'm going to give you the name for, it's just the Unholy Saint is its name. It turns, and it's it's got this kind of lumbering movement of... It's turning, but the upper bodies, they're turning in different directions. They're trying to turn to the left, to the right, they're writhing, it looks weird but the lower half it turns to the right seeing as it's already facing right no? yeah it turns away around basically to face you and it takes a couple of lumbering step forward steps forward and it goes round the edge of the dais here okay, yeah. and it moves up 20 foot towards you and that is its turn so next up we have elora right i am casting 
Greece. You've already got light of Lunia prepped. You can't. You're right, I can't. Right, okay, fine. Uh, we'll... Light of you. Right, I'm going to go with Light of Lunia. I'm going to attempt to hit it. Yeah, with roll to hit. Is that a ranged touch attack, is uh, it? It's a ranged touch attack. Okay, roll to hit. That will be a 14 all in. Hits. Just. Ooh. 14, 14 yeah. hits. No, am I going to go with one or I'm going to go... No, I'm going to go with both. Okay, you're going to roll I'm both? Gonna, uh, I'm going to put both rays on it. And what's the on damage it? on it? Because it's got extra damage if it's against undead, doesn't it? It does. I need to check yeah. this. I need to check this. Um, hang on a minute. It's been very, very helpful. 2d6. I don't want you to no, die. No, no, it's two. No, oh, no. So I don't have to let both rays off. I can let one ray off. It does 2d6 points of dead against undamaged with one ray. Oh, I like that. You can release two at the same time if you want, or you can release one. Oh, no. I'll go. I'm going to go with all of it in one go. Okay, so roll, 4D, <laughs> roll 4d6. 4d6 then. then. Okay, 4d6 coming up. Come on, make it good, babies. 12. 17. 21 points of damage. DM's got a strange look on her face. <laughs> 21 points of damage to that creature right there. Okay, that is quite nasty. Um, and I'm going to go... Ah! As I cast it, and my hand's coming out, and it's like a... It's, it's almost like an invisible wave that comes out from it. Okay, so you cast this and it kind of hits it and it staggers back five foot, so someone just shove it back five foot. It staggers back five foot and it screeches this unholy scream as you send it flying backwards. And you see that one of the bodies hanging for its side, it's got like four bodies on, on top of it, coming out of the top of it. One of these bodies, it just goes limp and dangles and it's, it's just dangling off the side of it now. Wow. Not looking great, because you have just hit it with a spell which is really effective against undead so it's kind of looking scorched blackened bits of skin have gone crispy and hanging off it's not looking brilliant at i'm gonna all. yell stay away stay back okay Kewin, you're up next well, all i can do is move forward one two three four out still out of line of sight i believe so yep she's still stairs. yeah she's still, got, still got side okay and you're doing anything else or well, i can't attack it it's too far away okay so next up we have ogvar okay so how far can i move i can still move my forward you can still move forward yeah so i'm going to move around the dais am i do i still have line of sight from sort of diagonally across it over the top of it uh yeah sure yeah okay so i'll keep myself about there-ish and then i will do i'm close enough. Still yeah, do, I can still do point blank shot from there. Yeah, that's close enough. Okay, <clears throat> so I will roll to hit. Yep. That's going to be an 11. Not going to hit, unfortunately. It. Okay. okay, so then next up we have the Unholy Saint. And it is going to lumber forwards 20 foot. Mm. Mm. <gasps> it's in your face. It's in your face, Kieran. Yeah. And it's going to wander right up towards Kieran. And it is going to attack. It's definitely going to attack. Um, brace. Brace. <laughs> brace, Kieran. As you've already had one of the bodies on the top of it down, it's got one attack less than it would usually have. Okay. Go for that. So it's going to roll <laughs> to so more than one, then. It's going to roll to hit you with twice, because it's got split BOD. Ugh. 14 and a 12. Nope. Nice. Yes. Okay, you're lucky. Okay, so it, it goes to hit you, and as it 
as it hits you, you've got one comes at you with a massive morning star and tries to swipe you from the side, and the other one tries to get its entire body from the upper torso and just like completely slam towards you, both arms out. And they just kind of the way they pull and the way the bodies toss, the way they almost stitch together at the waist, they just the opposite directions are just opposite to each other, and they just pull each other out of line. So they don't hit you; they both miss due to the other one. Okay, so next up we have Ogvar again. Hang on, no we don't, sorry. We have a Laura. Well, I've got one more charge of Light of Lunia that's prepped, so I'm going with that. No, you uh, don't. You let both of them go. Uh, mm, yes, you did. You rolled four. No, because I... Oh, yes, I did. You rolled 46. I'm sorry, yeah, I did. Uh, You're not doing that again. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, right, I, I have I got line of sight on this? Or is cooing in the way? You're at the top of the stairs. Oh, the I'm the above stairs, it. Yeah, right. right, I will um, cast Disrupt Undead. That's a 12. That's going to miss, isn't 12 it? 12 doesn't hit. So you <sighs> cast this wave and it's not going to bounce off the wall this time. We're not going to do that again, don't worry. <laughs> um, but it flies past it. and In fact, it doesn't just fly past it. It, catches, it does catch it, but it catches it on the body, which is already down. And it has no effect whatsoever, or no visible effect. Okay, okay so next up we have Kewin. I am going to have Smite Evil. So, oh god, just see if I can hit. Yeah, roll to hit. Oh, that one. Ah! Oh, oh no! no. Spoke too soon. Oh. Spoke too soon. Oh! Ouch. Oh god. Right, okay. Okay. What a time to bloody do that. It is my time now. Welcome um, to the Wizards Club. Da, 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 da. <laughs> As you go to hit it, you. Don't kill our paladin. Right, yeah. Okay, as you go to hit this creature, you swing your flail at it, kind of going across your body. And as you swing it, it's flailing around so much. And you're quite close to it. This has got a range of 10 foot, so it's got quite a long range on it. But you're so close to it that as you swing to hit it, it's, it's arm, one of its arms flailing around just catches in the chain and it rips the flail out of your hand and sends it skidding over towards Ogvar. And it kind of lands halfway between the monster, the, the unholy saint, and Ogvar on the floor. Okay, okay, and that's your turn, that's it. Okay. So next up we have Ogvar. Okay. I'm going to continue to move around the dais. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's marking his flail. <laughs> <laughs> so it's do... not a massive cow chop. It's not going to stand on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm still in uh, range for a point blank shot. Yep. So. Roll to hit. Yep. It's going to be a 12. Not going to hit, unfortunately. Nope. Your arrow goes. It just goes wide in this occasion. Okay, and it is the Unholy Saints turn. And it is going to go for another 4 2. At Kirin with the morning star and slam. With a 14, the slam doesn't hit you. And with a nat 1, it takes a swing at you with the morning star, however, it clips it on your shield, and the handle of the morning star breaks and splinters into pieces. Nice. Okay, and that puts the end to the morning star. He has now got a little stick of wood though, but no, he's going to do much damage. Okay, and then next up we have Elora. I will cast Orb of Acid from my elevated position. Um, it's only two inches across, so it's a, it literally, it's, it's an orb. Okay. Um, I'm going to go straight. Is there any splash damage on that? 
I don't believe so. It is just an orb of acid. Oh, it's three inches across. Comes from my palm, direct to the target. Okay. Um, so let's see if I can hit it with that. Roll to hit. Come on, you. Is it a touch? Sorry. Hmm. Is it range touch attack? Range touch attack. Uh, is it all? What type of attack is it? Um. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. That is a seven. So I'm not going to hit. Okay. It's, it doesn't hit. No. But it just it doesn't doesn't damage Q in either. It just you go to shoot it and it fires from your palm, but it just goes. And falls onto the floor, kind of downstairs in front of you, and hisses a bit as it hits the concrete. It's just a bit of a misfire, really. Mm, okay. 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 So then next up we have Kewin. I'm going to use Quick Dwarf. Yep. And get uh, draw my sword. Yep. Okay. And I'm going to take a swipe. Roll to hit. Come on, Kewin. He's got four plus four. He's eight. Definitely not going to hit, sorry. Oh, swipe better, mate. Swipe better. Okay. Next up is Ogfar. Okay. I'm going to continue to move around the dice. See what you're doing. That's sneaky. Okay. Uh, so I'm still within range for a point black shot again as yeah. I'm moving up. So Take roll to hit. hit. Eight plus four plus one. This could be 13. Not going to hit. <gasps> So As you shoot this arrow, the writhing of the bodies, it just kind of, it, it travels straight and true, but it just, just happens to go in between the bodies as they move around and bounce off the wall and land somewhere down by queuing. Next up we have the Unholy Saint again. And once again, it's going to go for the queuing. <laughs> okay, with the 13, it misses with the 1. With an out 20, it doesn't though. <gasps> Ouch! 15 hit. Nope. Okay, so it doesn't confirm critical. Got so it just does a D8 worth of damage. Two points of damage. So, as you're stood there in front of it, you're putting up this really stalwart defence. You can't get hit in, but it's not getting a hit in on you either. And the one body comes around and it's, it's lost its morning star, so it's, it goes for, to hit you, and you kind of dodge out of the way and you move slightly. But with you moving, you don't see the other body come around from the other side. And it whips round, and it doesn't do much damage, but it catches you a claw, hits you on the shoulder, and it does a bit of impact damage. It's only done two points of damage. So it just clips you slightly and knocks you back ever so slightly. Okay, so next we have Elora. I'm going to prep Light of Lunia again. Okay, so that's your entire turn, prepping yeah. Light of Lunia. Yeah, and I'm not going to move from where I am. Kewin, hit it. <laughs> I'm not crying. <laughs> Get it, Kieran! Get it! Ten. Ten all in. Doesn't hit, sorry. Okay, so next up we have background to Alkvar. Okay. Nice positioning. <laughs> so I'm going to now move slightly out from behind the dais into position of flanking. flanking. Nice one, so you get a plus two to your attack roll. Okay, so I'm now going to go for a point blank shot again. Okay, roll to hit. So. That's going to be a 12 plus 2, two 14. 14 plus 4, 18, 18 plus whatever else it was you can. It hits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Roll damage. Okay. 5 points of damage plus 2, so it'll be 7 points of damage. Describe it. Um, 
So I, I move from around behind the dais. Just as I come around, I, I look over, I see Colin queuing, uh, taking a, a, a battering from the second swipe from the Unholy Saint. Pull a silver arrow out my quiver and pull it back to my cheek. And, uh, no, don't worry, Kewin. I've got it in my sights. And I let the arrow go. And it flies straight forward and it hits it square in the back of its one of its heads, things, bits of head. <laughs> yeah, it hits it. So this arrow buries it deep inside and it lets out this shriek. And it is a shriek. And it starts to collapse forwards. Kewin, make me a reflex save. Seven. Plus two? No, all in. Okay. Okay. Wasn't expecting that. Okay. Um, it's quite a big creature. And as it falls, you try and make your save. And you jump out sideways. You don't completely clear it as it falls. And it does a D3's worth of damage to you as it falls. So it does three points of damage as it just kind of clips you on the way down and you're knocked prone. Okay. I'm jumping up and down on the stairs going, Yay! Well done! That was a really good shot. Ogvo, lovely. Fantastic. Look at that. Is it dead? It's dead. It's down. Okay. It is, oh, it is dead. Kumin, you okay? <laughs> Seems to have fallen on me. Uh, uh, I'll just have to uh, try and push it off. Uh, might need a bit of help though. It's I'm gonna, rather large. I'm going to jump down off the stairs. Whoa. Are you releasing Light of Lunia first of all? No, I'm going to. I'm breaking my concentration and letting that go. Yeah, you're releasing it. Okay. I'm releasing that, and then I'm just. I'm going to jump down off the stairs to try and help. You're Kieran. jumping off the side of the stairs. Yep. Make a tumble check. Yep. That's a thirteen plus four, so that's fourteen, fifteen. That's seventeen. Yeah, you don't take any damage. You tumble. You you tumble quite nicely actually in your Ooh. Cuban heels. Indeed. Quite delicate. Well, I'm not very happy with the bat, so he can take a tumble with me. He's he's just tucked away, so I'm cool. Okay. So that's the end of combat. Well done. You've defeated okay. my Yay. nice little homebrew monster. You did some nasty damage on that. that. I know. I did. <laughs> it's cracking, isn't it? A new day has dawned, and the party have a creepy catacomb to check out. This unleashed an unexpected and unpleasant encounter with a bunch of bony blighters bursting out of their bunks. The sorcerer's stray spell had Kewin singing like a songbird. But our troubled team rallied and the fiends were finally foiled. What more could possibly be in store below ground? Find out next week on Secrets of the Silver City. Kewin here. It takes a fair amount of time and effort to produce these rather fun podcasts. So it would be awfully good if you could like and follow us. And it would be absolutely fabulous if you could sponsor us an ale to keep things going along tickety-boo. The link is in the bio. Thanks awfully. Have fun. Toodle-pip. What? <laughs> Having you as a listener means everything to us. So, whichever streaming service you choose to listen to us with, please give us a like, subscribe and follow. We would love for you to join us on our Facebook or Twitter page, where you can catch up with all of our latest news. While you're waiting for the next episode of Secrets of the Silver City, why not pop over to our website, where you can read all of the information about this campaign, from backstories to setting. All of the links are in the bio of this episode. 
Join us again next week for the next instalment. Thank you for listening.